819 on the Crosstalk on WICM. Cooley Region Voices of Men working to engage men of all ages to be uh, more active partners in creating a community free of domestic and sexual violence. Our guest on the Crosstalk this morning is a member and uh, a longtime friend. Man, it's been forever. Tom Burkadall, good morning. Good morning, Mike. It has been forever. Yikes. Well, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk. It's uh, great to hear from you. Tell me a little bit more about the event that is planned for tomorrow. We actually have two events planned for tomorrow. Oh. Uh, one in the morning. Uh, and it's, it's our annual call to action event, open to the community. Uh, it's, a, it's a breakfast. It's going to be held in the student union at UW Lacrosse in the Bluffs Ballroom. Uh, we're bringing in two speakers uh, that, that are, are nationally known, and um, I think it's going to be a very impactful event. And then in the evening, we're actually doing a, the, the same event over again for all area college students. And we actually uh, have over 500 students that, that we expect to show up to that event, including about um, 300 athletes from the three different schools, and, uh, and, which also includes the, the entire football team from UW Lacrosse. So that's going to be a great event. Is domestic and sexual violence at this level because people don't understand or, or men don't understand what it is or what rises to the level of sexual or domestic violence? Maybe do they understand that what they are doing is uh, is a bad thing and just don't care? I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I, my my experience, and I've, I've been working in this area now between here and, and the Fox Valley uh, for about nine years. And what I what I found is that the, the fact of the matter is most men just are kind of clueless uh, yeah. when it when it regards these issues. And it's not that they don't care; it's just that it's not on their radar. I mean, women, for example, when they get up at work and they walk into a dark parking lot, they have to. You know, look around every car because they're fearful that someone may come out and attack them. Men don't have that issue. You know, they they really don't think twice about walking out into a dark parking lot. But what we found is that once men understand the issue, they're on board in a second. And uh, we we expect the same experience that we had in the Fox Valley uh, to happen here in in the Lacrosse area. So men are clueless. They don't have the same fears uh, that they will be the recipient of uh, uh, domestic or sexual violence because there aren't a great many women who beat up their boyfriends or husbands. And uh, a sexual violence to men is uh, is not uh, uh, prevalent in the community, but they are the perpetrators of both. How do you help them understand that what they are doing well, of course they know it's bad, but the, they, the, the consequences, there's, there's got to be some consequences. Well, I'll say a couple things. Number one, uh, yes, women do beat up men, and it happens. It doesn't happen as often as vice versa, but it happens, and it's, and it's equally as heinous when that happens as oh, it sure. is when, it, when it happens to a woman. Um, but I, I, there certainly are consequences, and, and what most people don't understand is that when a guy, or when a person gets attacked, whether it's a man or a woman, that's a lifelong sentence for them. They suffer for the rest of their life. And it's, you know, for a guy or for the perpetrator, whoever it is, I mean, they may think that they're getting, you know, 10, 15 minutes of pleasure, but that little bit of pleasure for them lasts a lifetime of horror for the victim. And I think it's important for people to understand that. 
are the consequences sufficient to make that point when when there are uh, convictions, when they go to court? Well, the problem is, frankly, that most perpetrators don't go to court. It never gets that far. Uh-huh. Uh, and because, because the fact is that most victims don't report uh, because they're, they're, you know, sometimes they blame themselves. Sometimes they're fearful of repercussions. I mean, it, it's a difficult, it, it takes a, a very brave person to report an act of violence. Oh, sure. Them. I've and, been uh, raped. Yeah, yeah that's, I can't imagine. And I suppose if they don't get, uh, if if uh, the person you report that to doesn't, gives them short shrift, then they don't feel that it was worth it in the first place. And then you go to court and someone is looking at you saying, well, you dressed like that. You spoke like that. You deserve what you got. Uh, it, it doesn't really uh, do the victims any good whatsoever. You know what I tell what I tell audiences is that, you know, and this this is an extreme, obviously. But if a woman walked in front of you naked, it does not give you the right to rape them. I mean, no matter how they're dressed, or I mean, sure, there is never a case where a rape is the victim's fault. And unfortunately, society sometimes makes them feel it's their fault, but it's never their fault. And so pointing that out to women from that perspective, very important, pointing out to men what they are doing is their fault and is doing harm. Uh, You're coming at this issue from very dramatically different perspectives. Does it work? It does. And, you know, what's interesting is that when we do a presentation, particularly in the schools, uh, it's very important that, that the guys hear a message, but it's also important for the, the women to hear the message in the audience, because oftentimes, like I mentioned, these crimes don't go reported. So the, the victim, and, and in most cases the woman, is, is feeling you know, for the rest of their life that it's something they did. It's somehow their fault. And when they hear our presentation, we make it very clear that it's not your fault. And oftentimes it's the first time that a victim has heard that. Yeah. And, and what we find is that you know, it's not unusual at all for the, at the end of our presentations, particularly in the schools, to have 20, 30, 40 young women come forward and want to talk to the presenters. Uh, and most of those are people that have had a crime perpetrated against them. So it's, and, and you know, to, to an extent, our message is twofold. Number one, to, to let the guys know what the issue is and what they can do to stop it. We want to engage them. We look at them as part of the solution. We want to engage them in the battle against domestic violence and sexual assault. Tom Burkadall, a member of Cooley Region Voices of Men, working to engage men of all ages to be active partners in creating a community free of domestic and sexual violence. First of two presentations. Well, they're going to do the same presentation twice. Breakfast presentation tomorrow. UW Student Union, the Bluffs Ballroom, 715.